0: what's up homies i'm erica
1: i'm roshane j
0: and we are super excited to have you guys hanging out with us today as we dive into the grudge 2020
1: the grudge the grudge the grudge the grudge oh the grudge I have
0: um. a grudge against
1: the director <laughs> who made this. <laughs> oh man. Uh so yeah, we're talking about the the Grudge remake, 2021, uh directed by Nicholas Pesh Pessey,
0: I want to say. Pesci? Uh,
1: Pesci? Is it Pesci? I don't
0: know. It, it, it it's sounds P- like it. It's P
1: E S C E. I think it's Pesci. Pes- Pesci. Pesci. Maybe. Anyway, Nicholas Pesci also did the screenplay. Um had a, pretty, had, had a pretty strong cast. Um, mm-hmm. but, yeah, we've
0: got some heavy hitters in here, yeah, actually. We've,
1: we've got some heavy hitters in this cast. But, okay, this movie, let's talk about it. <laughs> How did you feel?
0: Yeah, I'm ready to dive <laughs> in. Okay, so this movie, my jaw was dropped. The first two minutes of this movie, I had to double check and make – I can't believe that this wasn't, you know, like the asylum movies or those bargain bin horror movies that you find at Walmart, where there's like eight eight horror filled films, and they're all like, you know, D grade movies.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: I wouldn't have been surprised if this was one of those movies. Ooh. I can't believe that this was a theatrical <laughs> release, yeah. and I'm not trying to come like. I'm not trying to come out swinging, but <laughs> I was—I could not like. I wish I had taken a picture of myself when I was sitting there watching it, mm-hmm. like watching that first opening. I could not believe it.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy to think that this remake. So I believe this remake is ten. It's been ten years since the original Grudge trilogy finished, um, and. You know, it's one of those it's one of those things where it's like we, we've we talked about remakes before and they're a natural occurrence, especially within the horror genre. Um, mm-hmm. But it's crazy to me that, you know, you take 10 years to do this one and then somehow manage to not provide anything new. Like, I, no. I, I really think that you could have released this years ago just as Grudge 4 and like it would have been. It would have been the exact same movie that we got in 2020. Mm-hmm. Like for for a 2020 release, I think that was the biggest disappointment in my in my opinion.
0: It should have just gone straight to DVD. Like the fact that this was even in theaters is so disrespectful because it's just <laughs> so bad. It is. Rid- it feels, at times, it felt like a parody to me. Yeah. I couldn't take it seriously. I laughed out loud at moments that were supposed to be intense, supposed to be scary. There's mm-hmm. not a single, I think they maybe got me, one of the scares got me, um, but that was only because I was in the middle of writing a note, and right when I looked up, they did like a loud jump scare thing and it yeah. took me off guard because I wasn't paying attention to the movie itself. Mhm. But all of the scares are broadcasted. Like you can they they're they're setting them up and you're already like, "Okay, I know a, I know exactly what kind of scare they're setting up right yeah, now it's, and it's going to happen right now." And it It's does.
1: very cookie cutter with everything that it does. And I think mm-hmm. it's I think it's because of of the fact that they really didn't try anything new with this one and it (laughs) felt like they took something that a lot of people loved which the like the original grudge trilogy isn't like the best trilogy in the world now the first movie i really like like i really enjoyed the first grudge movie i
0: remember it being scary i i haven't seen it in a very long time um but I remember the story. I liked the story. I liked the acting. It was scary to me. Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller is a queen, like, I love her. We love Buffy in this house. Mm-hmm. We love Scooby Doo in this house. <laughs> we love Scooby Doo Monsters Unleashed in this house. <laughs> so obviously, I was like, Sarah Michelle Geller was very, very, like, she was a great lead. In that movie, I cared about what happened to her. I wanted to see her win. In this movie, I didn't, I was like, kill them all because I don't care about any of them. Even the main person that we're supposed to follow and we're supposed to be attached to, I felt nothing for her. I could barely remember what her name was.
1: Yeah, I uh, care. yeah, I think it was like Detective Mul Mulgan Mul Mulhand. Hold on, Mul- Mul- Muldoon. Muldoon, Muldoon. Sounds yeah. like sounds like a detective from like a cartoon, like Detective Muldoon. It does.
0: It does. Like she should, like she should, like be riding up on a on a ship, smoking a pipe, and she like gets to an <laughs> island, and she's like, "I'm Detective Muldoon. I'm here to solve your mystery." It's
1: mm-hmm.
0: like what? Is, what? Who is this woman? I,
1: I'm sure. <laughs> so, so, like, here's here's I think my issue, and one of my biggest issues is I think this movie suffered from not knowing if it wanted to be a remake or if it wanted to be a continuation because it really lived in this like in-between land that did not work for it at all. Um the mm-hmm. the actual plot. So for one like the story takes place in 2006, which means that timeline-wise it is either happening in conjunction with the third Grudge movie or is immediately after it. So it's not like They decided to take a big like time leap and like put us into present time of 2020. Like they they purposefully made this movie take place right around the time that the other grudge movies are happening.
0: Right. Yeah. They're they're happening at the same time, which why Uh, they would have already been in a better position if, yes, they would have just bit the bullet and made it happen in a different timeline it should have been happening either after everything happened or they even could have done a prequel who cares just Just, like make it different don't because they like so for anyone who doesn't know the original grudge um takes place in tokyo Mm -hmm. and like, that's the entire, the whole setting is this one house in Tokyo. That is where everything happens. The curse is affiliated with that house. So, that is the setting of the original one. And this one, they said, but what if it happened in the United States? Like, what mm-hmm. if it happened over here? Mm-hmm. But that's not what people want from the grudge. Like, I want the grudge to be. In Tokyo, I want it to be the ghosts that I know from the original Grudge because they're scary. Yeah. I want them. I want that house. I want that story. I don't want to be in the United States with these mm-hmm. suburban ghosts <laughs> that are wearing like plaid sweaters and sundresses. Like mm-hmm. I can't take that seriously.
1: So true. So true. And, like, and that's what I mean, is instead of picking a side where either they stay more true to the original, because I think this movie could have been great if it was just a, a remaster of the original Grudge with like newer technology to kind of mm-hmm. up the scare factor of a lot of things, but keep the integrity of the actual first film and then mm-hmm. just make it more pleasing to modern audiences. I would have been okay with that. I also would have been okay with them trying something completely different if they wanted to do something that's not taking place in Tokyo which mm-hmm. the uh for those who don't who don't know the other Grudge movies like I think believe Grudge 2 and 3 um do uh migrate to the states um so the Grudge does cross overseas and comes to the states however both of those movies also suffered from that same thing that you're talking about where we mm-hmm. didn't have the original scares and the original setting from the first movie and those two movies were a lot worse than the first like grudge 2 was okay grudge 2 had some like cool deaths in it it still yeah. had
0: it well still... but even in the grudge 2 they do go back to it's like uh it's both like they're in Tokyo for part of it they're in the United States for part of it but they still it's still heavenly like it's still all about that same house yeah they, incorpor- all about they the incorporate ghost.
1: that original story still and mm-hmm. then three is just uh, three is trash um, we don't yeah, talk about three, three. <laughs> you, you don't have to uh, for all those listening grudge three is a, is a non necessity movie you do not have to watch that we
0: don't talk about her <laughs> we, we don't talk
1: about her um, but yeah this one chooses to be in Tokyo for all of like 10 minutes to just kind of make a, a head nod towards that we're doing this based on this movie. You remember the one that took place in Tokyo? Like, that's the movie we're basing this off of. And then proceed to not use any of that for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Even even uh, uh, Kyako, the actual ghost girl that we see in all of the Grudge movies, is not even really in this one. Like, no. the main thing that people love from the Grudge isn't even in the Grudge remake.
0: She is like you see her arm she's like in a trash bag which i think is um a perfect metaphor for what they did to her in this movie (laughs) i was like sounds about right (laughs) like of course she's in a trash bag and that's all we really i think we see her like we see glimpses of her um every once in a while throughout the movie we get her little death rattle noise um
1: Yeah, we get Sometimes, that. We get that stuff, but we don't get her. We don't get no, the but main thing. Like
0: she's not the one. I guess. Like yeah, you're. You'll hear it. So you're like, oh, she's coming. It's like a like the WWE. Like when you when hear you the hear, theme like, music, John Cena's music. Yeah, and you're <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. oh, he's coming. But then, but that would be the same thing if like you heard John Cena's music and you're like, woo, and then you look and like. Carrot Top is there and he's like are you guys ready and you're like what the fuck who are you what are you doing here like you're not who I was expecting they like do this little weird bait and switch where you think she's gonna pop up and then it's the new ghosts who aren't scary who aren't
1: scary at all who are laughable
0: at best yeah
1: Well, all right. Let's talk. A, let's talk a little bit about what the grudge is like. Because I, right. I, I only think there's so much need to talk about the new grudge's plot with because there's not a lot yeah, to pick apart.
0: We could skip. Yeah, if anything, uh, we'll probably we can hit some of the <laughs> some of the funnier moments. Maybe some of the big beats. Yeah. But there's a lot of stuff in this movie that is filler. I there was one point in this movie where I like. I had to pick up my controller and see how much time was left. And, I, and there was still an hour left. I And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, and
1: just I can't suffering believe through that,
0: it. Uh, it was this, it's a drag. Yeah. It really drags. All
1: right. But let's, let's pull it back. Let's pull it back. So the grudge itself, um, the idea behind the grudge is it's based off of uh, this Japanese mythology about a curse. I believe it's called... Uh, uh, John, I don't want to miss. I don't want to terribly. Uh, the juan, the juan is the curse. Um, okay. And what the juan is, it's it's a vengeful spirit that is caused by someone dying in a very intense rage. This spirit then attaches itself to a location, which in the first grudge, that is the house that the maid, that Kyako, who is, you know, the, the girl that you see in the white dress with the black hair, that's her. She is murdered in that house by her husband, who catches her mm-hmm. having an affair, and that's what starts the grudge. That's what creates this entity that takes over this location. And what the grudge does is for every person that enters the house— you are now subjected to that curse. Like you are now within her grasp. And so Mm -hmm. the moment- Yeah, and it doesn't
0: matter, like even if you leave the house- it just follows you wherever it, it Yeah. It's it's
1: one of those things it's like once you go into that house, that's it. Game over, like the grudge is coming for you. And that that's terrifying. Like I think yeah. that in itself is terrifying. And I think that's why the original grudge did so well. Is the the idea of that and the honestly the imagery of Kyako is insane. Like it is mm-hmm. such a creepy looking um, you know, poltergeist, what what have you, whatever you want to call it. Um and one of the things that I think is cool about it is it takes a different approach on paranormal horror, where a lot of times, this this is something that a lot of paranormal movies suffer with, in my opinion, is we get these ghosts, right? We get these spirits. They're haunting people. They're doing things. And there's always that moment where a main character will be, like, we'll say they're, like, in darkness, right? There's nothing around them. And then all of a sudden you, they turn around the ghost is there and like either we cut to the next scene or like the lights go out and you like you hear a scream or something happens and mm-hmm. in my head i'm always like what happens in that moment, right? Like what right. what does a ghost do to you when it actually gets its hands on you? Like what what can a ghost do other than just freak you out and like close doors and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. And one of the cool things about the on and the grudge is that she, her anger can manifest so strongly that she can actually interact with the physical world. So she, it's established in the original movie that she can actually touch and hurt you. Yeah, which is huge, and it's a huge plot point that I think the remake never really tackles. Yeah,
0: because they do what you just said. They do the thing where, surprise, the ghost is here, immediately cuts to the next scene. So they took a step back, and they never show. uh, I think maybe there's one scene where they show the ghosts interacting with a person but they literally are just like they're dragging her down the hall by her ankles it looks like it looks like you know anybody any person is just like dragging her it's not scary it's just kind of like oh
1: Yeah, and I think this is just like (laughs) – it's one of those things that when you're making a horror movie, something to keep in mind is the rules of your killer and how they work in your universe. I think this is an important thing that a lot of bad horror movies take this for granted, and it's one of the big reasons why they're bad. is because you never establish what the evil entity can actually do, so people Mm -hmm. aren't exactly sure what to be afraid of. Right. I, th- I think for something like The Grudge, you establish early on that this thing is something that can physically harm you, so that now when these people are being chased around by these different variations of The Grudge, at least we have some idea of what's going to happen to them if they get mm-hmm.
0: caught. Yeah, it's scary. They're high stakes. It's not just... Oh, I'm being haunted by this thing and I see it everywhere I go and it's like scare. It's just scary because it's a scary image. No, like if this person catches, if this thing catches you, you're, that's it. Yeah, you're done. It's going to hurt you. Yeah, it's going to hurt. You're going to get fucked up. So there's weight to that. And also in the original, they have a, they do a very good job of, because this is like a regular house. It's not mm-hmm. like a spooky haunted house. It's it's a regular looking normal house. So, but obviously there needs to be a reason for multiple people to be in this house. So, in the original uh the main Character I, that I said was played by Sarah Michelle Gellar. We we mainly follow her, but in the original and also in this one, they do jumps to different times and the different people who have lived in the house. Mm-hmm. So you follow a couple different stories, but she's the main like through line. And... The whole reason that she is at that house is because she is a caretaker. She's a nurse. And yeah. there's a woman that lives there who can't take care of herself. So mul- she's had multiple nurses who have had to come in and take care of her. And then obviously the curse is going to attach to them. Yeah. In this movie, they don't know what. They couldn't think of any reason for people to go up in that house. So yeah. they just have people walking in there willy-nilly like, hello, is anybody home? And then just walking in for mm-hmm. no like it was basically like they might as well have just been like oh uh hey ghost why don't you just order postmate like postmates every day and we'll get like a new postmates i was like yeah, that would have been a better idea <laughs> than what they did in this movie like it's so dumb
1: this is true um so karen i believe is her name in the first one uh yeah. so the the thing about her is like she goes in the original movie to go look about a disappearance of yoko who like you're talking about was a caretaker and one of the things that it's just it's kind of annoying honestly like how much this remake like teeters on trying to be like an homage to the first one because yeah. it just it just does it worse but like in the first scene um ah, what what is her name like, like i didn't even really care about <laughs> the Are you talking that, about in
0: this one? Yeah.
1: Um, so oh, F- uh... Fiona, because it's the Landers family, uh, Fiona's in Tokyo yeah. and she makes a call to Yoko, who is in the first movie. So th- they make this little like kind of nudge toward the audience of like, hey, she's calling the same person from the first movie. Like, these two people are related. This is connected mm-hmm. to the grudge. Like, just in case you guys yeah. forgot.
0: Like, this was the first nurse who left who didn't want to be there anymore. Like, get the, it? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> get, <And> it? So, <laughs> get 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 it? Get it? <laughs> and so, like, the whole idea is, like, all right. Uh, Fiona comes back. She brings the curse with her because she went to the house, ends up murdering her whole family. Um, and then we get... Different variations of the people that are going through this house and, like, how they end up dying. And it becomes mm-hmm. just, like, a slog, like, halfway through. Like, I, I felt what you were feeling of, like, the, all right, I guess we're just watching another iteration of people go crazy. And right. it, it just felt like the same thing over and over and over it again. It
0: did. It was, like, new person comes to the house and for no reason. All right, now they're going to die. And, um... Like, so when she, when this new girl or the main, you know, that lady, when she brings the curse back with her, she kills her family mm-hmm. and then they start a new curse in the yeah. home that they lived in. But so now the Which ghosts is, yeah, are this lame, boring family who mean nothing to us, who are like wearing, like I said, they're in like they're in regular clothes they look like regular people and like they're not scary they're it's just like ghosts the, they're, they're you're, they're you're running run the mill
1: we've seen this before ghosts and like that's the annoying thing is in the other grudge movies like the in the sequels like i said they bring it back to the states but even when they do it's still kyako like she is still mm-hmm. the one Doing everything, which I don't. She's a bad bitch.
0: Yeah, in charge. She
1: she she is running shit. She's the one that's about (laughs) to take you down. Like Kyako's coming. You better hide your kids, hide your wife. Like (laughs) yeah. And and for some reason, they they decide to veer away from this. And I think that was that that decision alone. I think doomed this movie. Oh yeah. Because she her imagery is the Grudge. I just don't think you can have the Grudge without her.
0: And the little kid, that, and the the cat, little kid too, yeah. that makes the cat noise. He's um, he's also a big part of the original. And and then and then in this one, and he's scary as well. In this one, we get Melinda, mm-hmm. who is just some little girl who wears a dress and looks like, she looks like she's still alive. Sometimes she gets a nosebleed. Sometimes she vomits up blood. But it's not scary. Like, it just looks like she has a, the flu. Yeah. And she doesn't make noise. She doesn't talk. Um, she just kind of stares. And, and, then, and then all of a sudden, they do like a CGI ghost face on her. And she's screaming at you. And it's not scary at all. Yeah. In comparison to what we could have had and what we should have had
1: yeah and that's the other thing too, where it's like the there are so many literally like copy paste replacements for things that happen the okay. original grudge, like Melinda's supposed to um take the place of Toshio, who is the cat boy and the first one, and they literally have uh Fiona kind of off her family in a similar fashion to how the how the original family dies in the first grudge with like the kid being drowned and then mm-hmm. the other person and somebody being stabbed, the other person being bludgeoned, like they keep pulling from the original Grudge, but trying their best to not be the original Grudge, and I'm just like, just be the right. damn movie, just do, yeah. the, just do the damn movie again. If you're gonna be this close to it, but you're gonna do the watered down version,
0: just do the one that we like. Yeah, it's like stop reminding me that there's a better version of the movie,
1: <laughs> like for real. Because
0: you keep you keep making me think, oh yeah, that was so much better in the original. Because they do uh, most people who have. Even if you haven't seen The Grudge, you're probably familiar with one of the most famous scares from it is uh, Sarah Michelle Geller's character, Karen, is taking a shower and she's running her hands through her hair and then... Uh, Hands like the ghost's hands come up and like run through her hair, and so then when she runs her hair or her hands through it, like she touches the hands and she turns around and nobody's there. Mm -hmm. They do the same thing, the exact same one, one. but worse. I just didn't. I was like, what? I get it, guys. I know (laughs) you're a remake already, like, and I know you're a remake of that. You're a worse remake of a better film. Like, stop giving me these little nuggets in here.
1: Right and honestly, speaking of that scene, just fucking poor John Cho poor oh, he did, he, no. he did his best in this movie. He really did and he I did. Just, yeah, and I was just like, man, you are just stuck in that. like thankfully he's got more than a good enough career to like have this under his belt and not yeah. you know feel it but like seeing him and all these things like what what a waste. What, what a waste. yeah,
0: I felt really yeah, he he really does do the best he can with his little side plot. And then, um, is it Jackie weaving? Mm-hmm. Um, she's in this as well. Or Jackie Weaver uh, Jackie Weaver. um, she's in this as well, and she is probably the only other character that I enjoyed mm-hmm. um, and that was about it so two out of the what 15 <laughs> characters that were in this that were a main plot I only liked two of them and still I didn't care when they died I laughed um, unfortunately when Jackie <laughs> Weaver died I laughed just because it was so ridiculous yeah um,
1: hers, hers was just silly
0: it's silly the way that they play all of the deaths are are pretty silly um, oh and also if uh go ahead and cross lynn Shea off your bingo board if you have a horror movie bingo <laughs> Lin Shea is in this movie too she's in mm-hmm. everything now like mm-hmm. literally they just have to throw lynn Shea in at this point in time she has to be some crazy lady who is like losing her mind
1: yeah that that was the thing is like they had so on this very long list of things that they tried to do from the original but just did so poorly. They tried to do the whole time skip um thing that the okay. original movie does where the original one is, you know, part horror movie part mystery movie where they use Mm -hmm. the time jumping to kind of piece together the little bits and pieces of this story and this grudge. And then, you know, ultimately leading up to the climax of like now the whole, the ghost is all around doing all of its stuff. And this movie does the same thing, but with far, far less interesting plots to like Mm -hmm. jump in between. Like the the whole the whole thing between like Jackie Weaver and like Lynche and and like her husband is they that that whole bit I didn't give a shit. Like I did not give a shit about the old family that lived in there, like in between them trying to like sell the house and the and the family getting murdered in it. Like those two, okay, sure, but even even the selling the house one seemed like a fucking stretch. Like the
0: it was, yeah. That one was a big... The selling the house one, uh, for me, was the most convoluted. Well, eh, never mind. That's not true. I have <laughs> one that was more convoluted <laughs> that I'll talk about in a second. But yeah, so uh, John Cho's character, his little uh, side plot is that he's a real estate agent and he's trying to sell the house that um, the curse is in. So... He and this goes, one,
1: this story happens after the murder, I think, time-wise. So I think yeah, it, goes, yeah. it goes murder with your, the family, or mm-hmm. with uh, Fiona who comes back, them trying to sell the house, and then old fe- old couple lives in the house, and then uh, that murder happens, and then Detective Muldoon enters as, like, the, the last person to right. go into that house.
0: Mm-hmm, Yes. Yes, so that is the order of it because the murder and John Cho's story is 2004. Lin Shay is 2005. Muldoon is 2006. Yes. So, um, yeah, so John Cho needs to sell this house. So <laughs> the only reason, like, <laughs> it's so dumb. He They're about to go home and he's like, oh, I need to get this signature from them. And so he goes to the house and this is a trope. In movies that I've never understood because it's so forced, it always feels so fake. And it's the thing where you go up to the door and you knock, like you knock hard Mm -hmm. enough that someone would hear you. Nobody answers. You say, hey, is anybody home? Nobody answers. And then you proceed to let yourself into the house just to be like, are you sure nobody's here? <laughs> like who nobody's actually fucking home. does that? Yeah, I'm like why would he like he lets himself in despite the fact that he's knocked like five times. Mm-hmm. Lets himself into the house just so he can walk through the front door and oh now he's in the house and and then screams and is like is anybody in here nobody's home and then he leaves so now yeah. and that's how he first that's how becomes he gets cursed. grudged yeah and i'm like you would have been fine dude if you would have just knocked like a regular human being and accepted the fact that nobody was home. And he says something like, their car's here, but nobody's home. Have you ever heard of going for a walk? <laughs> why do they need to take their car with them? Like, I just, it, it was, it was just, that's what I mean when I say, yeah, why did I, you need to go to the house? You that, didn't. Honestly,
1: I didn't even catch that, but you're so right in terms of like that, <laughs> that, that whole segment didn't even need to happen no, like that's so for I honestly didn't even catch that while watching but you're so right about that where it's like just walk away dude <laughs> like,
0: yeah like like I, when somebody
1: comes to deliver something and I'm not home they're not gonna proceed to then open my door check to see if I'm there and then drop the thing off they're going to leave like
0: yeah and come back another day and try again later it's just it's like duh. That's what normal human beings do, but nobody acts like a normal human being in this movie, so I guess I'll let him slide. No, in horror um, horror
1: movies breaking and entering is totally cool. I think we've established that over the years.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's fine. That's just how people, like, live their life. If 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 nobody answers the door when you knock, like, feel free to just, just throw walking. a rock through their window and walk in. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was going to say that was the most convoluted one, but it's not. Actually, the worst one is the Detective Muldoon. She is immediately obsessed with this house.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: as soon as she... She moves to this new place with her That's son a, because yeah, her they're husband in like, died they're in
1: Pennsylvania, I think.
0: Mhm. Yeah. yeah. It, they're in Pennsylvania. She just moved there with her son because her husband died. So she starts working at the police department there. She gets a new partner. And so at the very beginning of the movie, like they discover the body of Jackie Weaver. Mm-hmm. Like they discover her body decomposing and she and her partner uh detective Goodman I yeah. believe is his name her partner uh like figures out that Jackie Weaver had she had been at that house
1: which that, is 40, 44 Rayburn Drive is is the yes. is the house that we this continue yeah, yeah. that's that's the spooky house we don't talk about
0: <laughs> yeah so he discovers that She had been at that house, and he has a little bit of history with that house because he was the one who investigated the original murders, Mm -hmm. and so he mentions that – he mentions it in passing – to Muldoon. And immediately she's upset. She goes full Scooby-Doo. She's like, I, I'm going to the house. I'm going to yeah. go to the house. I'm going to go to the like, house I and know- I'm going to enter. And she does the same thing. She knocks and she like she hears someone crying uh-huh. and then immediately goes inside yeah (laughs) of the house (laughs) like what
1: (laughs) now i'll give hers a little bit more leeway because she's a cop so like i will say like okay maybe she's hearing distress and like that again i'm i'm really just like i'm I'm easing up on this movie for a second but like
0: (laughs) But like all you heard was someone crying and talking and you're like immediately let yourself in and you weren't even, before why even are you even at for, the like, house backup
1: or anything yeah. like that? Yeah. I get why it. are
0: you even at the house? And in the first place, she immediately thinks that there is some connection between uh, Jackie Weaver being dead in this house that she's never heard of before. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mention anything to her partner about going there. Just goes. Just yeah. decides to go. And like, why not?
1: <laughs> and like, so... The uh, detective Goodman he had another he had another partner before Muldoon, um, uh-huh. who <laughs> when they who did basically the same thing Muldoon did, where Detective Goodman went to this house and he who also a really funny character because like later on like I think after she like goes into the house and like she starts becoming cursed by the grudge like she goes to Mm -hmm. visit him at his house and I just wrote down that it was really hilarious that like she goes in and he's just like casually watching like The Passion of the Christ or something like that (laughs) like I was like why is this man randomly watching Jesus TV like is is he so creeped out by this house that he has been watching nothing but godly Jesus shit for the past like however many years
0: They did something weird with him Because they were really trying to play up it felt like they were really trying to play up that, he, that like him and his mom were very religious, but then it doesn't seem like he was, but then it doesn't seem like he is religious. It just seems like- It
1: just felt like they slapped this man with crucifixes like in several different places and were yeah. like, look, he's religious. You know what I
0: mean? <laughs> yeah, just to give him a reason because he's never been into the house. That's his whole thing is he always felt like something was weird with the house. So he never went in there. Yeah. I feel like they just, slapped this like whole religious aspect on him so that he could be like i don't know i feel like there are some spirits in there <laughs> i don't think i'm gonna go in like they had to give him some reason for him not going into the house so sh- just put just put passion of the christ on tv and call him <laughs> day <laughs>
1: But yeah, so his so his partner goes in, gets cursed, becomes obsessed. And then I thought it was hilarious that his partner completely cracked the entire case about everything that was happening. Like he made the connection between that house and the house in Tokyo. Like he yeah. solved the whole thing like 30 minutes in into the movie where it's like if mm-hmm. people had just listened to him initially like they could have had this thing all sorted and done this with. This would
0: have been a rap. Mhm. Cuz the partner is even like uh he he tells he's like burn it down, burn that cuz he ends up going crazy. The house makes him go crazy so he tries to commit suicide by shooting himself in the mouth um or in the head but it doesn't work and he ends up surviving. So they put him into a psychiatric hospital. Mm -hmm. And so Muldoon goes to visit him later on in the movie and, and he's like, burn that house down, burn it to the ground. And I'm like, I'm like, if they would have just burned the house down forever ago, I mean, we know it doesn't work because
1: still like, yeah,
0: but still give it a try. Like, (laughs) Do something. Why do you guys still keep putting this house up for sale? Like, there's been so many murders in this house, and it's still just fine to yeah, be put back on bad. market. Yeah, we're just going <laughs> yeah.
1: to sell this thing again. Everything's and so, fine. We we have all these things. We all have all these different deaths that happen, and then finally we get to the, 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 the finale, the, the big crescendo of this movie where they again – Pulling from the original movie, decide, all right, we're going to have our main character burn this house down, just like Mm -hmm. they did in the original. Like, we're just going to do the whole gasoline thing, yada, yada, yada. And, like, so... Detective uh, Muldoon goes in. um, She gets a flashback thing. Again, another callback from the first. Like this, it's just so Mm -hmm. annoying. Sorry, you're going to hear that from me a lot. It's so (laughs) annoying how they just keep trying to do the watered down version of the first movie when they Mm could have just fucking remastered the movie. But they they do the same thing where the main character goes and tries to destroy the house while they're trying to destroy the house the the grudge gives them a flashback of what actually happened in the house. And then right before she burns it down, her son, who she told to be waiting in the car, which by the way, if you know the house is cursed, why on earth would you bring your son with yeah. you when you are going to go destroy that? That shit this, made, that no, made sense. no sense.
0: And this was my biggest problem with that. So before she goes to the house to burn it down, she calls Goodman over and she tells him – she calls – it's like 4 a.m. She calls Goodman and it's, she's like, can you please come over? I need to talk to somebody. So he comes over to her house and she basically is just like, uh, what's happening to your partner is happening to me and I'm really scared that I'm going to hurt my son.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: And then it cuts from that to her driving with her son, Burke, (laughs) to the house. I was like, Goodman was already over at your house. Why didn't you just Just leave leave your son? And he... He's already, cause Goodman has already met her son because she brought him to the police department, like the police department earlier yeah. in the movie and they met each other. They had like a cute little conversation. So why no, she also why she, didn't she, him? she leave left him? She left him with
1: him too. Like they, yes, while she was working, they went on. He basically him. On, yeah. Like what, what made you think that that wouldn't be a good idea? Especially yeah. if you're the one that's cursed. Yeah. Leave yes. your son with the non-cursed guy.
0: Like, you already woke this man up. He's not going to be able to go back to sleep anyway. So why didn't you just say, hey, can you sit here and watch my son? And you just told him that you're scared you're going to hurt your son. And then you're like, okay, Burke, come on. We're going to make a little trip. Hop in the car. It's like, no, just leave so him dumb. be. Watch, let him watch him, and you go take care of business. Because, like, also, even if nothing happens to your son, um, I'm sorry. If my parent was like – Erica come on I have I'm I I have to protect you I need to make sure everything's okay drove me to a house and I watched them set that house ablaze <laughs> I would be like Bro What's wrong with you <laughs> what, What's happening What the fuck
1: is going on
0: <laughs> Like what It's weird It's already weird Like you already look Super weird to your son
1: Yeah you Cause doing? she also had a freak out Like right before she calls mm-hmm. Detective Goodman over Like the grudge is Terrorizing her And she thinks that Her son's being attacked And instead She's just having a huge freak out Like right So her son just watched his mom Freak the fuck out Um mm-hmm. And that's where we go over this like this little uh, trend that we see throughout the movie where they're like, what do you do when you're scared? You close your eyes and count to five. I think that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And so in in the last confrontation with the grudge, like the grudge takes the image of her son, uh, Burke, I believe, and like. It's like, Mom, don't burn the house down. You don't want to do this, like trying to trick her. And then she does the, oh, what are we doing? We're scared. And the grudge doesn't know because the grudge apparently has been following her everywhere she goes, has been omnipresent with her for the longest time, but somehow didn't catch this one little thing between her and her son. And, like, that was how she knew that it wasn't her son. And so proceeds to then burn the house down, goes outside. Son is fine. Yeah, they hug. Yay, it's all over. The grudge is dead. That's that's how you kill it. And then, you know, fast forward a little bit to she's letting Burke go to school. And then as soon as she lets Burke leave the house, she realizes that there are two Burks. And that mm-hmm. the one she is holding is actually Melinda. And then door yeah. closes. She gets dragged away by, I believe, Fiona. Not Even mm-hmm. then, like even in the last scene of the goddamn movie, they let it be a different grudge other than Kyako. I'm like, just
2: yeah.
0: give us
1: Kyako, man. Just
0: yeah. give us the that main would have been grudge a girl. chance. Yeah, because it's like, okay, say we killed
1: that say one do, grudge
0: say, yeah say she did win and she did kill this one grudge there's still another grudge out there and technically it was already brought over so yeah now there's another grudge and now that one's after like, her easy
1: you would have gained at least a whole nother star if you just gave me that ending i had been like oh, yeah. okay dope but no we just get fiona dragging her off we never see what actually happens or so she's just, just dragged down the hall and then we just cut to the outside of the house and credits and, and like, it's
0: like quiet it's like quiet as the credits play they had this dumb every time they cut to a new year it would be like 2004 2006 and they had this like indie movie coming of age font (laughs) and like i was like what is this is this call me by your name it just didn't (laughs) remind me of a scary movie i was like i don't get this choice this is really weird
1: uh so actually funny enough fun fact this movie had a different international ending Uh, I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. And it's worse than the ending that was in the actual movie. (laughs) No
2: way. Because
1: so the international ending, um, we have uh, Muldoon still burns down the house. um, But then afterwards, instead of having the whole like letting Bert go off to school and then she gets dragged off, all we get is them like they're driving to a new house, like they just move somewhere else and then they pull into their driveway, go into the house and then that's it. Like, literally, that's the ending, <laughs> which I'm assuming is the international ending for, like, censorship reasons or something like that. But I was like, I couldn't believe that this movie could be worse <laughs> than it actually was. But what the
0: heck. Yeah. But yeah,
1: this real, real thing. Like, look for the international ending of the movie Um if you really want to. It's not a necessity by any means, just like this movie. Like, you don't <laughs> you don't have to um
0: Uh, weird yeah that i mean i guess yeah i'm happy we got the ending that we got if that was the like (laughs) the other other option option. (laughs) Yeah. yeah i mean i'm glad we got what we got but what the fuck oh and like okay so there's a part um there's uh, – I'm trying to remember what part it is. Okay. So it's near the end. Oh, it's when – so it's when Muldoon is in her house right before she decides to go burn it down and she's being like terrorized. All of the ghosts have decided to like come to her house and terrorize her.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And – so there's, like, the husband. There's the mom, the husband, and the daughter that are all the ghosts. The husband is not scary at not all. Not even a little bit. It's so funny. They just threw, like, some under-eye bags on him. He's, like, wearing his, like, plaid shirt and some jeans and, like, a sweater. He just looks – it just looks silly. But um, there's a point where she, like – looks into the bathroom and the lights are off and you see him and then she turns the lights on and he's gone and then she turns the lights back off and walks away and then he pops up in the door again mm-hmm. and the cgi is
1: so bad that they
0: did on this man's face he looked like you know um like the haunted mansion ride you know mm-hmm. at, at the end yeah, of it yeah. where it like turns you towards the mirror and they're like maybe you will be one of our ghosts <laughs> and it like superimposes a ghost face over yours that is what that he looks like oh that my because God, like so the true. light the light that's coming up on his face it makes it look like they superimposed a spooky face onto him like you can see where his skin And the CGI didn't completely mesh. (laughs) And he looks like a Haunted Mansion ghost. It's so... I can't... And I cannot believe they allowed that to be in the final cut. And I can't believe they had the audacity to show us not one, but two shots of this man. Mm -hmm. I was like, y'all need to cut this. Y'all need
1: to stop. Cut it out. That's the bigger reason, to of, like, this this is just unexcusable in 2020, I think. <laughs> like, in yeah. 2020, with the advancements in technology we have, this shit is unfucking excusable Like, and, mm-hmm. you know, we're not the only ones. Like, this movie's got... It's currently got a 21 on Rotten Tomatoes, which, like, I believe it was <laughs> worse before. Like, I think some people have, like, in the past couple of months been nicer to this film and given it better reviews. Um, yeah. But it's just... One of the big, one of the big draws of this remake was the fact that it was being made in 2020, and so we had the technology to make it more gruesome. Like that was definitely one of the big sell points about like now that we have the tech for it, we can give you guys some really juicy, gory kills. And like there Mm -hmm. are some scenes in this movie where they use that technology and they attempt to scare you because like we got it, we got an image of like a dead a dead dude sitting in a chair with a bunch of maggots, like coming out of yeah. his mouth and like the decomposing body. And like, it looks gross. Like also for the record, maggots are so fucking gross. Like I hate maggots. Like yeah. I, I hate seeing them. I hate their existence. <laughs> I know they're always going to be in horror movies. And like, I just always hate when they pop up, but like, yeah that seems uncomfortable to look at. We got people falling off buildings and then going splat onto the ground. Oh, so it's not Oh my god,
0: that looks so dumb though. It, it
1: looks sad. it looks it looks ridiculous. Oh, yeah. But at least they had the CGI for it or they at least they yeah. had the budget to like show it. Like if they didn't have the budget, mm-hmm. they would have cut away and we would just heard the splat. But they're like, "No, we're going to show you the splat." So if you can show us the splat, you can spend a little bit extra to put the CGI like correctly on this man's face if he's gonna get a close up. Like, yes. come on now, come on.
0: Oh God, I couldn't. I I wrote my note. I was like, I have to laugh. That's all I wrote <laughs> for my note because I was like, how can I take this seriously? You want me to so desperately. This movie takes itself. Everything is played a hundred percent straight. It's trying to be very serious and very dark because that's what the original grudge is like it's really dark it's really serious it's scary it's not one of those scary movies where you get like a little like a joke here and there to lighten the mood like it no. is a somber movie and they try and do that with this one but it feels like a par- it really does feel like a parody yeah. like like i w- i almost expected at the end of it for it to be like Directed by the Wayans brothers, (laughs) written by (laughs) Damon and Marlon Wayans. Like, I just couldn't believe that. I could not believe that that was the best that they could give us with the material that they had. Yeah, Like they had, they were given ghosts and this back, like this incredible background story, all this rich, like history that's been built up. Like, they were handed that on a silver platter. Because also, like, these, the the grudge is the United States version of this movie. But there's also multiple movies, like Japanese movies, yeah, there's that a whole- also dive into the backstory of this. And you had all of that to work with.
1: Yeah. And, and there's, like, nine of those nothing. movies. There's, like, nine yes. of them. whether or not they're they're all good like i haven't seen all of them Eh, you know but uh you still have nine um juan i believe is Mm -hmm. the name of the japanese version or series it's like yeah you got so much fucking material and then you decide to just do this 2020 cash grab on just you it it it's one of those things where it's like they use the name to pull people in. They use yeah. the movie as like a skeleton. It feels like somebody just copied somebody else's test like during finals. <laughs> yeah. And it's clearly like the other person's handwriting and like sentence structure. But they're like, no, 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 no. This is my movie. Like I made this. Like yeah. this was is, this is all just me. Don't, don't worry about it. Like I didn't copy Jeffrey's paper. Jeffrey copied my paper.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Me and Me and Jeffrey were just like. We we were on the same wavelength. We had the same thoughts. Yeah, we we we, were, like, we
1: studied for this test together. Like it's it's not even what it looks we, like. Yeah,
0: I think we took it in different directions, though. It's like yeah, you took it like in a direction that went straight off the cliff, <laughs> and the other one made sense. Like you literally gave us nothing new.
1: Yeah. Nothing and then you took out the most important thing, which I keep saying, but the fact that you do not have Kiako, the face of this entire mm. franchise is, in this movie it's like having a nightmare on elm street without freddy it's like doing friday the 13th without jason like if you're choosing to do that understand what the fuck you are doing like you are taking Mm -hmm. the name of something that people really enjoy and then you are just sucking the fucking soul out of it
0: yeah you're taking all the fun out of it like It's just not a fun movie. It's hard. It's a hard watch. It's really rough to get through. Yeah. Like – it was too long. It's only ninety four minutes, and it yeah, felt too it, long. <laughs> it's a short.
1: It's a shorter. It's a shorter movie by other means, but it's like it just it fucking drags. And honestly, this is one of those movies that gives the whole remake and like remaster genre a bad name because it it does exactly what you expect a remake to do, where it takes something that you like and then just gives you a worse version of it, so that you will mm-hmm. pay theater price for it again, like. Yeah. It's, it was such a disappointment. Um, Yeah, and it's like, again, I, I would have loved to have seen, after watching this one, I would have loved to have seen just a remaster of the first movie with, like, take the same stuff from the first movie, uh, bump it up a little bit. You have the tech to, like, make these kills a little bit more gruesome. You, you can even have some wiggle room, change some stuff up, you know, play with it a little bit, but... Mm-hmm. This, this just, this wasn't it, Chief. Like, this, this was not it. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: This was a, a miss. A huge miss. <laughs> definitely
1: a miss. Like, I, I'm, I'm going to be generous and give it, like, a one out of five. I do feel like that's being okay. generous because I don't think you ever have to watch this. Like, I would never want somebody... To like be like, oh, I've never watched The Grudge. Which one should I say? Oh, I'll start with the remake. Like, no, no, no. If you're gonna watch The Grudge, just go watch the original Grudge. Like, just go watch that one and then don't watch any other yeah. Grudges.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Straight up.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Um I'm really I'm gonna go ahead and give this I'm gonna give this a 0.
1: 0.5. Uh, I I understand. I, I get it.
0: Because the worst crime. Like that, you can commit for me. Being a scary movie is being a boring scary movie. <laughs> and considering I was only like fifteen minutes into this movie and was already thinking how how much longer it is left. <laughs> like that is not a good sign at all. And and I just can't I can't forget the feeling that I felt. When the movie first started and, like, my jaw dropping and me realizing that, like, this is a movie that they wrote and that they put effort into. Like, it was I, – I just can't – I can't get that over it. That was more it.
1: terrifying than the movie itself.
0: <laughs> it was. Oh, my God. I Yeah. That was, like, the scariest part. <laughs> <laughs> 110%. It was, like, just thinking of all the – effort that they put into that movie and seeing how much the movie made i just like i think because did this movie come out before the pandemic began Uh,
1: yeah it came out in january which honestly should have been like a telltale sign because it's like how
0: the year was gonna go
1: yeah well yes yes of how the year was gonna go and two like that's like a time that's notorious for like the movies that don't really do too hot um you know throughout yeah. uh, throughout the year like they they're typically scrunched into the beginning of the year and then it, it did it did what it, i think it went out to do it was a cash grab movie it had mm-hmm. like a it had like a 12 million budget and they made about 50 million in the box office which isn't good but like mm-hmm. they made they made money on the movie which and that feels like what they were trying to do, man. What like they that, wanted, yeah, yeah. Like, I, that's I can't, fair. I can't believe that this was really like a, like a heartfelt homage to the original. Just, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I, it, I, I, I was, I was mad. This movie upset well, me.
0: <laughs> I was upset as well, and I salute. Um, every single one of you that went and saw this in theaters and sat through <laughs> it and like stayed for the whole movie um, my deepest condolences
1: <laughs> for the time that you
0: lost <laughs> but you know what I will say this movie made me um, appreciate the Child's Play remake a little bit more so right
1: true very else, true
0: uh, to do that so <laughs> gave,
1: gave a frame of reference for like okay remake to just like oh fuck no this is terrible
0: yeah yeah, so uh, needless to say, would not recommend. Yeah, uh, D-
1: don't do waste your time.
0: Yeah, please don't.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but that's all I have to say about yeah, that I movie. Think, I
1: think I'm good. I think I'm all wrapped. I want to scrub my brain of this viewing experience. Yeah,
0: I feel better now that I've talked it out. I'm, I feel <laughs> it's a felt, lot it's better. This felt
1: like a therapy <laughs> session after watching – this terrible fucking movie. How could you guys? I love the grudge. Like that, 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 uh, Kyako is just so scary and it's crazy because it's just such a well-known horror movie figure where like, Mm -hmm. even if you don't even know what movie it's from, you've seen that image somewhere too. It's like, how do you, how do you fuck that up?
0: Yeah. How? Oh God. Well,
1: that's yeah. it guys <laughs> yeah thanks everybody Those that are... was listening uh hopefully you didn't have to hopefully you didn't have to sit through this movie but if you did understand that you're not alone we're we're here for you
0: yeah. we understand your pain uh but we hope that we were able to save some of you guys to watch <laughs> um as always Find us on our social medias. Uh, We are at homies of horror on all of those. Mm -hmm. And let us know if you guys saw this movie, please let us know what you thought. (laughs) I'm dying to hear some other people.
1: I want to know know what the the rest of the world had to, like I've seen some of it on Rotten Tomatoes, but I want to know what you, the listeners thought about this movie and like, Mm. just, just, just your feels like, I, 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 I <laughs>
0: you know how I feel. I gotta feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah gotta, I, I
1: gotta know. I gotta <laughs> know.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, but also, yeah, let us know what you want to see us talk about in the future. And other than that, that's going to be it for us today. And we will be catching you guys on the next one.
1: Yeah, we'll see you later, homies. Take it easy.
0: Bye.